Hello, everyone, and welcome to Showhoppers. They were covering Black Mirror Season 4, Episode 2, Archangel. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, re-watching Archangel. Not going to tell you how I felt about it on first watch, because my co-host needs to guess my rating. My co-host is my former student and longtime co-host now. It's Kurt. I'm glad we finally hit that benchmark, Mr. Sal, but... I'm starting to think you might want to take some nutritional supplements. I also yeah, you want to know, make sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, was, I was. I was. Go ahead. I just want to make sure that the listeners are aware that I am here with the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants, and the Sierra series. Please go on. Well, that's that's like three different people. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, when you say <laughs> the greatest podcast, I didn't say Ed. I didn't say Ed. You did. Say Oh, the end, my bad. The ends and the syrup series. Okay, like, we'll, we'll oh. line out the end. Line out the end. Okay, let us check. Thank you. Yeah, those all of those titles apply to me. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, I appreciate it. But you know, Kurt, I do see that your iron levels are a little low. How are you eating? <laughs> so is that your line? Yeah, <laughs> good. I I was trying to steal your line. You, all, you, you semi hijacked it. Semi hijacked. <laughs> I, I I saw. I heard that line. I was like, I was going to use this line. <laughs> I had to try to. Yeah, shoe you said... hammer it in before you did. Ooh, shoe like... hammer! Good use of the shoe hammer. Thank you. It look, looks like I was I was off by a line. We need a sound effect for when somebody uses the shoe hammer. Like just, just yeah, just just the hammer. We we should do that. <laughs> shoe hammered. <laughs> we need. Yes. You probably have a hammer at your house. Surely you could just get like a pot and a hammer and bang them together. And then yeah, I don't I don't want to wake sure up be an appeal family. family. <laughs> so that'll be a really great noise. Yeah, spoiler, I record late at night when the rest of my family is asleep. So. <laughs> uh, folks, Archangel. Archangel. I watched this episode when it uh, was when it, uh, season four had been was the most recent season at the time when I watched this. So uh, I had it's feelings about it. I had feelings about it. Uh, I wanted to rewatch it with Kurt. Kurt, you've never seen this before now, right? You've never seen it. This is my first time seeing it. Wow. Okay. So is that I, impressive? I do whistle and go, wow. As, as if I missed out on a major life event by not watching. This. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, Black Mirror, a new season of Black Mirror drops and I'm all over it. I like, I, I want to watch it immediately. I, I, but I don't I, like I, to watch the episodes alone. Typically, now I do. Ah, then we discuss them. Yes. Okay. That's true. That's true. There is a new season, season six, that's in development right now. I'm excited. I thought that it was dead in the water because for a while I forgot what happened. We talked about it at some point. We did. Charlie Brooker, the creator of the show, uh, the studio, like yeah, the yeah. Like, it, 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 well, yeah, it's a different production company that's going to be doing it. Um, but I thought that the original production was Charles Charlie Brooker's <laughs> production company. But uh, I know that when the pandemic, hit, the the COVID nineteen pandemic, he really didn't feel like the world needed black mirror at that point <laughs> like it was it was too much uh and so he that's when he did death to 2020 and death to 2021 which by the way folks very entertaining doc mockumentaries and we're nearing death of 2022 i wonder if he'll do a death of 2022 who knows man time's flying by it sure does it sure <laughs> does anyway i uh, need to uh I think we should we have a sound effect for for this next segment, don't we? Rating. 
Yes, as per tradition, I need to guess Kurt's rating. Kurt needs to guess my rating. Well, I am thinking. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna I think, and and this has never really served me wrong in all of our other shows. When episodes of Lost or The Leftovers or Ozark or what well, Ozark never really does this, but uh, those other things, when these episodes get too, um, let's say, parental, you tend to shy away from them. Uh, I think you don't like when a series, a show, an episode, a movie, whatever, focuses on parent-child relationships very much. Uh, so I, I think that probably is a, a demerit here. That's a point against it. Uh, however, I think you do love the idea of the tech. You might, and, and this is this is where it gets a little sticky too, because the tech is extremely similar to two other episodes that we've covered. Uh, one being the grain in uh, the entire history review, and the other being the memory viewer in Crocodile. So I'm not sure if you think this is different enough from those things to feel like it's novel. But I do think you really like the moral quandary of this, you know, the, the moral dilemma here. So I think, I think you probably gave this an eight. Mm, so if I'm not mistaken, this is your, one of your lowest rated. Now you don't have to tell me. But prior to reviewing it, I think you told me this was one of your lowest rated Black Mirror episodes. I don't know if that's accurate. I might just be misremembering. This would have been just in passing dialogue. Don't even know if it was on a podcast. Um, <laughs> I think you said that. I think. I'm not sure. So, but you rewatched it. You're a parent. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, as a parent, <laughs> I accept your congratulations and thank you for it. You refuse my congratulations. I could, but I will not. <laughs> I choose. I choose to accept it. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, you, you you like that? The I think you like the moral quandary. I think the shortfall of it is just the stories. Just a little, a little plain. It's like it's, it's like a it's like a burger, but without any of the condiments, without any of the extra dressings. And I think that's what gets in your. I think that's why you gave it a lower rating to begin with. I think you gave it an eight. Okay, so I, I think maybe let me just let me see if I can reinterpret that what, that analysis a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think what makes it feel plain is that the only thing different about this world from our world is this archangel technology. Tunics. It's also that the story follows a flow that's not in in White Christmas. There are almost bombshells that are dropped on you, for example. Right? You don't see mm-hmm. anything coming. Mm-hmm. This one, I think, I think you can see where the plot's going from almost the very beginning when when mm-hmm. uh, Sarah gets the implant of, okay, well, I, I see how this is going to spiral. To, and obviously, you don't know the whole story, right? I'm not saying right. you know the whole one. But you, you, you kind of see a – you kind of have expectations of what's going to happen. Okay. All right. Well, I will – do you want to reveal your – No, actual, I want you to okay. first. All right. So – I had a compli- a complicated relationship with this episode. So mm-hmm. uh, I watched this episode back to back because they are back to back. This and Crocodile. Okay. So, so this is episode 
uh, two of season four and Crocodile's episode three of season four. Mm-hmm. I felt like both of them were quite bleak. I don't know if it was the mood I was in when I watched them or if it was uh, the, like how like th- this one, especially being such a so heavily themed on parent child relationships uh, that can touch a nerve that really makes me uncomfortable. But I mean, cause it's kind of the point of black mirror. Mm-hmm. So my initial rating for both of them, both Archangel and uh, crocodile, which we've already covered. Go back and listen to our coverage of that. It's good coverage, and it turns out to be a pretty good episode. Anyway, um, my initial rating for both of them was a seven. I, I really was lukewarm on both of them. Uh, I, but both Archangel and Crocodile just kept haunting me. I could not stop thinking about them, both of them, uh, and by virtue of that fact that, that they wouldn't leave my head, and the fact that. I kind of, in the process of thinking about them, grew to like them more. Uh, I bumped them up, both up to an eight without rewatching. When I rewatched Crocodile, uh, I was like, wow, this is actually really, really good. So I bumped it up to a nine. Uh, and with this one, I had a tougher time doing that. I had a tougher time bumping this one up to a nine, but I did look at the things that I've called an eight, and I definitely like it more than anything that I call that I've called an eight. Um, so I think this is on the low end of my nines. You and me are very similar. Okay. <laughs> I have been racking my brain between a low nine and a high eight. Yep. Now I've written down high eight. You could okay. suck me up to a low nine. I might, uh, I don't know. You might, but it seems like we're in a similar boat. <laughs> yeah. But I have, I have a set as a high eight. Uh, okay. well, basically the reasons I said for you is how I feel. I don't, I, I like, I like the, um, you know, parent kid story here. I wouldn't say that's a, I mean, maybe I have that as a tendency, but mm-hmm. well, yeah, what gets me is just, I feel like the story's a little bland. Like it's not, I, I there's not really like an extra, there's not really a big extra fold that I, I really wasn't expecting, I guess. And which is fine. I guess, uh, I guess not, not every story yeah. has to be a shocker, right? It's just, it's an hour long and it's a one-off story. So I kind of do expect it to be like, you know, versus like a, a serial, you know, series where I'm, you know, okay, well, even if I know it's going to happen, I'm, I'm, I'm invested in these characters and I still want to see it happen. I want to see it play out. I'm not mm-hmm. that invested in these characters. So I do expect the plot to be a bit more, you know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's kind no, of- I, I understand what you're saying. The, 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 these, we just got to know these characters. And watching yeah. an episode of Black Mirror is like watching a movie, not like watching. Yeah. 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 And yeah. if I, if I kind of know how the movie's going, eh, it doesn't make the movie as good. Mm hmm. So I mean, what what I do really love about it, and maybe this is maybe you saw this coming, and it just didn't do it for you as a result. But is that she installs? I'm sorry, uh, the I've forgotten the names already. Marie, uh, Marie, Marie in, uh, has the archangel implanted in Sarah in order to not lose her. Yeah. So because so she lost her, and then in order to make sure that she doesn't lose her again she implants this archangel and it's that which causes her to lose her. Yes. So I do, I do enjoy that. I I think that's a great story arc. Uh, I don't think it's shocking, but I think it's thematically tight. It is a nice, no, no, that's true. And and you, you were, you were banging on the money. I love this moral. I, I, I love this 
I love the the issue pose in this episode. Oh, I think I think it's a, I think it's great, and it's kind of makes me a bit sadder with the episode that it's such it's such a good premise, and maybe it's that type of premise where it's so good that's hard to deliver on, right? Like uh-huh. like a like a season finale. I mean, we've had a lot of season finales, you know, in the recent past now, and uh, it's become a thing of you know we're looking at Ozark and Better Call Saul, which the really hyped up season finales, even Dexter New Blood, mm-hmm. is there's a lot of hype behind it. Mm-hmm. And can you? Is it even possible to deliver on the hype? Is it even right. possible? the The premise to this is so good. Is there even an ending that is good enough? There probably is, but yeah. I mean, I I okay, this ending's pretty good. I it, think it, this it ending is ex- exactly right. I think this is a perfect ending for this. You know, it's e- it's even mirror images. Like, I mean, you you get exactly the same scene. It's her. It's Marie out in the scre- street screaming Calling for Sarah. Her, yeah. You know, at this time she's bloodied and beaten, but that's true. That's true. So maybe it's the story as a whole. Basically, I love the premise, but I feel like mm-hmm. the story did not live up to as good compared to the premise. Like, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Maybe did you have trouble like liking either one of these characters? I never really got attached to either the characters, and that's that. That might have something to do with it too. Mm-hmm. If, if you if you don't feel like you can relate to or like or side with one of the characters then i guess it's it's harder uh, i mean i i guess i was yeah no i i don't think i was ever really with any of the characters i i was most with russ the grandpa <laughs> and, then, and then he died <laughs> well I, I mean, there's some interesting things to say about russ too but okay. you know at least i think they're interesting <laughs> we'll see if they are but uh, you know, so I don't know if you remember back to when I, uh, when we when we covered the entire history of you, we talked about the grain. Yes, I said there are two episodes that I'd like to cover, one of which nerfs the grain and the other one buffs the grain. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I feel like this is I felt like Crocodile nerfed the grain, but this is the buff, and this is the buff, right? So Crocodile, it's a weaker grain. Like you can you can access memories. But they're incomplete and subjective, so you need a, a whole network of memories overlapping to get a true gauge of what actually happened, mm-hmm. right? Um, this one is like not only can you access the memories you, and the right now, you can filter it and you can GPS locate it. Um, so there's a lot more control over the intake as well as you can filter you can alert you yeah yeah <laughs> certain statuses going on mm-hmm. so would you agree with that assessment that this oh is yeah a, certainly yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah yeah no yeah fair moral mm-hmm. p version of the grain certainly right so and for those of you wondering what nerfing and buffing and nerfing is making something weaker buffing is making something stronger so yeah i think that's a, a simple understandable way to explain that don't you yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> all right. And accurate, I think. So, all right. So, we have our ratings. I, all right. I I will say, this is a really hard episode for me to watch because speaking as a parent, and yeah. it's, a, I, yeah, this, it's... This is what I'm very intrigued about. <laughs> it, it is, it is like... Like this is this this is, you know, it's my greatest fear, like both of my greatest fears, like losing your kid because the, you don't, because of, and it's not neglect, but losing your kid because they they disappear, 
uh, or losing your kid because they don't want anything to do with you anymore. Like th these are like the two biggest fears that you have as a parent. <laughs> and so it is really a difficult episode for me to watch. Uh, it's, it made me uncomfortable the first time. It made me uncomfortable the second time. And it, it makes me just kind of evaluate the, 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 I don't know how, what to call it, the, the amount of freedom that I give my own kids. Yeah. Fair. You know, it's, and it's a tricky, tricky balance. It's so hard. So uh, it's maybe the hardest thing I've ever done. And I don't even know if I'm doing it right. And that's the thing. And you won't, and I won't know if I did it right. Like maybe <laughs> ever. So it's really, it's, it's really challenging. Um, but anyway, there you have that. Uh, the other thing is that uh, the reason I chose this, another reason why I chose this episode, because I've already talked about several reasons why I chose this episode, but uh, another reason why is because even though you're not going to hear it for a few weeks, folks, uh, we are about to cover an episode of Lost where a character loses a child. Mm. Uh, and it's, a, it's, a, it's another extreme reaction in that episode. Uh, of course, the Archangel technology is not available. Uh, to that character so it's a, a different extreme reaction so i thought this would fit nicely so we uh, are going to have back to back recordings about extreme reactions to potentially losing a child <laughs> with one of us having children with one of us having children that's right <laughs> so uh you will you will hear that episode way far in the future though in the distant distant future mm. i i think mr sal well do you want to chat a bit more about the the technology? Or do you want to talk about our favorite scenes? I, I mean, go, let's, like let's, a long diatribe about this technology. Let, let, let's let's do the technology. Let's let's talk. Okay, about okay, it. okay. Mm -hmm. I think now, correct me if, I, if I'm wrong. I think you would use this similarly to your like modern smartphone. Um, as in, as in, as in, you would mm -hmm. use it, but you would wish it was never invented, <laughs> and you would regret it. <laughs> yeah. You'll be so tempted to use it if it was around. I mean. To a certain extent, yes. I mean, so, you know, if my kids have a phone and I have a phone, I can use the, you know, find my phone feature, that, which that's a GPS locator. Mm -hmm. All right. I, I can't necessarily see, I can't see what they're seeing. Yeah. And I can't, I can filter the content they're intaking on the phone, but I can't filter what they see with their eyes and the you know, rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and I certainly don't know what their cortisol levels are at yeah, any given I mean, moment. <laughs> and if they're iron deficiency, maybe. Yeah, right. So, um, so that's the, the, I can definitely see parallels though. But it, it, the metaphor that you're making is probably I. It's probably correct. It's probably more correct than I would like it to be. Like, <laughs> I, I can't ever see myself implanting anything into myself or my kids. Oh, okay. Well, so, so, and the the implant the implant part of it would be inhibitive to me. That yeah, that's true. And I mean, when I was watching, I was thinking of like, who is this even like technologically? Is this possible? And then I went, that's stupid. Don't even think about that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Black yeah, mirror. Sure. Don't don't go like try to go like. Well, if they disconnect the surface archangel, surely it would stop all the active archangels in people's heads, right? Like it must go to some sort of anyway. <laughs> surely you can't just anyway. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think about the um, 
practicality of implementing. No, you're not supposed to do that in Black Mirror. The technology in Black Mirror, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to uh, leave it. That's I know good. you are much more in, immersed in the tech world than I am. And so I, I'm, I'm sure that that thought must cross your mind at some point. But... Uh, but it is something you probably have to turn off. I don't need to turn that off. It's just automatically no, off. I, 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 I mean, I thought about it for a bit because I was like, the, the, the main time I thought about it is when they said, when the when the therapist told Marie that it's banned in Europe and they're turning it off in the fall. And then later she used it. I'm like, I thought they turned it off in the fall. She can still use it? It still just works? That's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> like you tell me, you tell me they can't like turn off like I don't know. Anyway, no, that's ridiculous. It's understandable. But then I, I went into the matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my 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 rationale on that one was this is not like server based. This is device. Yeah, this is like a peer to peer device. You yeah. know, it's like a baby monitor or a walkie talkie yeah. or something. It'd be ridiculous <laughs> a system like this but yeah it would be ridiculous to have it be local and not web yeah because it's gps like coordinate that you can't do local i mean maybe you can in the future well i mean let's, like, was... let's not get into it let's let's like okay let's not get into the because because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter okay you're right it doesn't it doesn't so but you said you could go on and on about the technology was that was that the idea or is there more that you want to say no no no, so so what about like the moral quandary of the situation right so if you could if you could surveil your child would you right yeah would you and should you so i and this is the thing so i this is one of the issues that I have with black mirrors. They do tend to kind of land on one side of an issue. And I think there's usually a lot more gray area. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, with, with this one, I mean, they seem to land on, you know, Marie is basically a villain for what she's done and she deserves what she gets. uh, And this technology is something that never should have been messed with. Right. Um, But, if you put me in a situation where I think my kid is gone, I I'm going to have an extreme reaction as well, <laughs> and and I don't know what that extreme reaction is going to be because the Dark Angels technology is not available, and I can't do what's done on Lost either. So I don't know what that extreme reaction is, but there's going to be an extreme reaction, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I think that I think it's very natural to have an extreme reaction to the potential loss of a child, and then when you, if you do find them again then to make significant changes. So I, I think that's natural. Uh, I also think that you can, I don't, I am not a believer that you can give your kids all the freedom. I think there have to be some restrictions. Um, yeah. I don't think, but I, I think where this, the I think where the major flaw in this one is, is the censoring. Using the censoring is where the line is drawn. Uh, yeah, that's you know that's an excellent point because it's it's a tricky ground in today's society with content moderation, mm-hmm. like the youth. Because you know, on one hand, we content filter way more now than like previous generations, mm-hmm. but but there's also like way more access to so much more information. Oh my god! I know. So so it's 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 conflicting because you are like 
people are censoring more than they used to for children. I think maybe I'm mm-hmm. wrong, but I think that's the case. But it, there's it, more result, to censor. Exactly. There's just there's <laughs> just more content out there. It's easier for kids to get a hold of other. It, you know, you know, 20 years ago, a kid couldn't go and Google something like that. Right. That, that wasn't really around for a child to do. Now, you know, anyone almost can. It's, you know, it's, so it's, right. Yeah. So I and, and you know. Could content moderation creep into the real world? Like, should it? Uh, and that's that, that's where I'm drawing the line here because yeah. I, I think content moderation is is in a a different. Uh, that's a a. You know, that's, virtual. Do you have, I don't think you've. Yeah, I don't think you've crossed a line Got with it. content moderation. No, you know, we we forever have had you know the MPAA like. Oh yeah, like, this movie's rated R. This movie's mm-hmm. rated PG. Whatever. Like we've forever had that. Yeah, we so, did, we didn't create it so in the latest generation right right so so content moderation is one thing but when you are blurring out a dog or a cut on your finger or your mother crying like when you're when you're when you're censoring those things these real human emotions and real human physical responses i i I mean you're you're neutralizing people right suddenly that you don't feel the extremes ever yeah. Which, which I mean, there is like it, it is unhealthy to con- to live always at the extremes, right? It, th- that is not healthy if you're constantly up or constantly down. Mm-hmm. Uh, just chemically within your body, it's not healthy. <laughs> so, uh, but you you do need those peaks and valleys sometimes. Uh, it, th- there's so much value to them. Like, h- how can you be an empathetic person to other people if you can't even, you literally can't see their emotions and you're never allowed to feel those emotions anyway? If you're not allowed to feel fear or allowed to feel sadness and you're not allowed to see fear and sadness, how can you ever empathize with another human being? Yeah, how can you learn from it? I think, I think, that's, yeah. I think those are emotions that people can learn from, especially when they're young. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm emotional intelligence yeah exactly so so i think that when you start censoring the real world here you know you sense of the dog you sense of the crying you sense of the cuts like when you start censoring that stuff you lose emotional intelligence and you create a person incapable of connecting with other people okay so i think i think so we both agree we both agree content moderation of the real world garbo right we're not we're not for that okay yeah right. so chuck, chucking that out the window that's not a feature now of our right all right so so, so that well the, the implant is never going to fly with me so okay. that's so the, it's, it's not an implant anymore you're just okay you just got, you're you just born the screen you're, now you're born with the ability right no so. we just we just got really good tech we can look into oh wow. okay all right so then the, don't worry about the government implications of that so thing. i don't have any problem with the gps locator yeah, okay. I have major problems with the real words, real world censorship. Okay. Yeah. I mean the well, the health stuff is basically a Fitbit. So, I that's mean, nice. That, that's that's a good. Thing. I think that's a good feature for a parent to see their kids. Now, now, I think I, you and I would both worry about insurance companies. Yes, very much. That. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if in theory it was only whatever, blah blah blah, fine. But. Yeah, okay. I, I I have major <laughs> mistrust of insurance companies, and so it it is. I've I've been on I'm on record saying this with the grain and with the memory box in crocodile. Like I don't want the insurance companies having any access to this. It's I mean it's one of the reasons why I don't wear a Fitbit as well because eventually 
That's why, that's why I don't want to do 23andMe or whatever it's called. Yeah, that's why I don't either. <laughs> yeah, so like I don't I don't want that information out there for insurance companies to somehow purchase or whatever. I don't want them cloning me. No, yeah, well that too. But but anyway, my point is uh, the health thing we already have it, like the health monitoring. So to recap, GPS fine, real world sens- real world censorship not fine. I think the grayest area here. Live Maybe it's view. not even that gray. Is the recording. live view the, yeah. that 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 is probably the grayest area, uh, because th- one of the things that Black Mirror does so well, and they do it in this episode, is they show you the good and the bad. They did. They did. You know, Russ. you know that Russ's life was probably saved because of that, and mm-hmm. yet, uh, you know, they she also saw the the sex and the cocaine, and ultimately it caused her to lose her daughter. So. I think you're you're getting both sides of that argument. Uh, I, I I think it's probably a net negative to be able to see what your kids see. I think it it would also be negative for like your mental as like the adult. Oh yeah, like you would you would be driven mad to constantly check up on them, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, like someone checking their phone constantly. Like you you just you mm-hmm. just have to check. Like oh well. And I think they do a great job of showing that in this episode too. They do, they do. She's yeah. <laughs> like um the the first day Maria is supposed to turn off the device and let her go free on the reins. She turns it back on just to, just to make sure she got to school, just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. So, you know, so there's that part of it. I think it would drive you nuts as an, as a parent, but then as as a child knowing that your parent is always watching Oh yeah, like, yeah. I mean, or the, well, I, the the ability that they can always watch, not the like, just that they. You they don't know if they're watching, watching right now, moment. yeah, and yeah, you don't know if they'll come back and watch what you're doing right now, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're walking on eggshells your whole life. You know that yeah. wouldn't necessarily. That's probably because of their privacy. Kids value their privacy immensely. Like, they, they do. They do, especially when you get to a certain age. Yeah, as they get older, especially late elementary school or like middle school, like. It, and then older, obviously, the older mm-hmm. they get, the more they value their privacy. But so I think that'll drive you crazy as well. You know, the other thing is, I think about it from a teacher's perspective. I'm like, man, how many parents are watching my lesson right now? <laughs> of course. <it's> me. <laughs> No, I didn't yeah. think about that though. Yeah, it's like a person. Like, oh yeah. no, the parents can see me. Right. Well, and they do kind of allude to that, not with the teacher. But with uh, what's the guy's name? The, the boyfriend, Trick. Trick, yeah. With with Trick early on, young Trick, you know, he says, "I don't, you know, get away from me. You're a snitch, right?" So, I mean, it, that's a, re- a potential relationship ruined. You know, can't even start because this kid knows that he could be being watched by Sarah's mom. Fair, thanks. So, so yeah, I guess it's not as gray as I thought it was. This is really bad. Like I think, I think seeing what your kids see really bad. So really, the only feature I I would want on this is the GPS locator. <laughs> so, uh, what about Marie's reactions to seeing? So so she's kind of already like she's kind of bit into it. And she's already watching it, right? So she sees, um. Sarah was tricked, and then Sarah doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. What should she do at that point? That's tricky. So that's <laughs> and that's why you're probably better off just not seeing it. Because what what do you do? Like she can't tell Sarah that she watched her. 
<laughs> because Sarah, as far as Sarah's concerned, that thing's gone. Like that's yeah, yeah. that's just years of of built up trust out the window. If you do that, I, I mean, I think I think the best thing to do. I mean, I could you could try to be stealthy about it. I guess you could like with the, not with the, to enroll you for a drug rehab. Well, no, I you could just want to remind your cocaine's bad. I, for you. That's I, all. I, so I think that the probably the best thing to do would be, you know, they're, they're in the act and you just call an anonymous tip into the cops. Like there's statutory rape happening at this location uh-huh. or there's illegal cocaine use happening. So, at this so that, that's what I was going to ask you too. Is Trick supposed to be way older than her? Cause so I was, I didn't realize. So like, which, like, I didn't know what her age was. I thought they were both right. high schooler kids. And then it's, she's 15. I'm like, Oh, she's 15. Okay. That's pretty young. And mm-hmm. then I was like, is tricked in high school or is tricked? So I, all, I, I, I don't my, know. My impression is that trick has graduated and is working, working full time. That's why I thought when we see him at the, um, the furniture store, I was like, okay, wait, yes. he's an adult now. Never mind, He's, he's right. an adult or like yeah. uh, graduated from school. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. So I, I do think I was, I I do, was on a consistent line here. Okay. So he's, he's graduated. She's obviously still in like high school. Okay. okay. Right. And well, and then she, uh, you know, Marie also threatens to turn the video into the police and that, well, I, I didn't know if that was the video of them. I like, thought it was the video it, of them. It was yeah. like the cocaine. I didn't think it was the cocaine. I thought it was them doing it. I, I thought oh, okay. they showed it, and I thought it was the the, the it was them doing it. Um, and oh, w- in which case, you know, if that's enough to get him away from Sarah, then he probably has done something illegal. Fair enough. So, so I think you know, yeah. if it's if it's me and that I do that, I, I hope I want to. I really want to hope that I don't do it at all. But if I do it, I think the only play is to get it busted up by a third party who doesn't know who you are. But, I mean, Marie does try to do it without tipping Sarah off. Like, her her trying to stop her stopping Marie stopping Sarah's relationship with Tricked worked, right? Like, she it, it, that's not what got her the blowback. Mm, but but that <laughs> she, sw- she, swallowed, she swallowed it and sat on it until the cocaine use. And oh, until okay, the pregnancy okay. scare, like she didn't take any action until those things, right? If she, okay. if she sees the the statutory rape happening, mm-hmm. like I guess you know she made the choice to sit on it, which is probably not what I would do. <laughs> I now I don't know if that's for better or worse, but probably not what I probably what I would do is get the cops involved immediately. And as from as an anonymous tip, just say just statutory rape happening at this location. You've got the GPS coordinates. Just you know, s- send them out there. Here's a video. Yeah, no, I don't do that. No, <laughs> take, don't, no. take take this. You'll see everything. You, I mean, you'd have to make it so that it ne- that never comes back around to you. Yeah, so, no, I see. I see. I see. I see what you're but saying. the fact that she didn't say anything and she knew she was pregnant, she gave her the plan B pill or whatever the, the, uh, the EC pill, right? The emergency contraception, um, that, that tips the hand. There's only one way she knows that Mm -hmm. there's only one way. So if she had been a little more proactive stealthily in the beginning, and I'm not saying you should, you know, sneak around on your kids either, but But even, even past the first bit where she should have reported them, 
what then afterward? Well, let's say she just a little too late. She noticed that, and then can't call. It. Like, huh. it's a very a little, sticky situation. A little like, too late. She noticed what the statutory rape. Like, let's say she didn't act on it in time. Mm-hmm. I, I guess you still want to break him up with cocaine, but you still probably give him the. I guess you still probably gives her the EC tell, and then gets caught. Huh. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess if the if the cops it, miss the rape or don't bust up the because all right, even if there's no rape, there's still underage drug and drinking drug use. There is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's plenty there for the police to bust up, mm-hmm. right? So now if she gets caught at that party, then you can have a whole conversation with her. <laughs> what were you doing at that party? Did you have sex at that party? Like if you did. We got to have a pregnancy test, like right now. Like, do you know what I mean? Even if she refutes it, you know. Well, you at least put it in her head. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. if if you, if you had sex at that party and you're not telling me, like, you need to know you could be pregnant. You should be taking a pregnancy test. Like, <laughs> and I'm gonna help you one way or another. But yeah. you really should know. So, you know. Anyway. The statutory rapes one thing, but the rest of it, like I, I wonder to a point if you should intervene as a parent. Would the, like, the to what extent the cocaine would, usage is also pretty bad too? Actually. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the cocaine usage is actually pretty bad. For yeah, 15. And, yeah. Remember, she's fifteen. <laughs> I forget like, she's fifteen. Yeah, I mean, she, she, and they could have done a better job probably of finding an actress who looked more. 15. Yeah, she looked. She looked it's, way older. I was like, yeah, not fifteen. Yeah, yeah. But after I. I guess there's a certain point. I, th- these are pretty extreme problems, and I, I wouldn't say this, but I guess there's a certain point where you have to let them learn from their own mistakes. Yes. Yeah. Now, I do. I do also believe in and putting kids, like, well, just having discussions with your kids about potential situations, you know. And when, when you, if you want to, you know, I don't know if this is the right thing or not, but I'm I'm gradually like increasing the digital intake of my middle school son right like he i'm allowing him to see more and more uh violent things sexual things drug related things like it, i'm allowing him to watch these movies, but i'm watching them with him mm-hmm. uh so that he knows that he can talk to me about it uh and sometimes i'll pause it and we'll have a discussion about it uh and i'm, I'm hoping that that prevents a, a lot of this stuff because I think so much of Sarah's reaction here is be- is the novelty of it, because yeah. she she could never even see it before. Oh yeah, I mean, they certainly showcase that when she's I don't know when she's like ten. I don't know how mm-hmm. old she is, like the the middle age of her. When you know the filters finally turned off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it's more trick doing it for. Yeah, her, going through the rounds of seeing all the the content. Yeah. And that's yeah. a tr- and I think digital content is a tricky situation because, you know, I, <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't think it's appropriate for her to be shown porn at this point. Yeah, porn and like whatever brutality, right? Like, yeah, it's severe brutality. But like, I think I think there's a way to do it where you gradually ease them into the stuff. Uh-huh. I think I think I hope I hope I'm doing there's it right, problem. but there's who problem. knows? But I mean, I what what I do agree with Russ's. I mean, this is always an argument that you hear with parenting that I'm sure you've heard of. Like, ah, eh, we were fine when we were kids. I just open the door to let them out. Yeah, I hate good, right? that argument. Now, 
I'm not saying that's a good argument, but yeah. relative, rel- basically what I'm saying is, to me, Russ is being, I mean, he does literally say that, so I don't want to, I, I don't agree with that part of it. Right. But you, you, you didn't need this archangel to raise, you know, you don't need this archangel to raise a kid. Like, you don't. Right. And well, I'm was... kind of of the mind that, you know, in the past, we've successfully managed to raise children, right? Mm-hmm. It, it still worked out. Granted, though, I don't think they were raised. There was definitely issues. Definitely issues. Well, so, yeah, and I, I want to address that, but continue. Yeah. Oh, no, that was about it. There's definitely issues, but got them there for the most part. I, I think, I think, I don't know. Can I say that? I think most adults are like well functioning. Uh, I think you think that most adults think, are well functioning. I, I, I think most adults are enough. not as well functioning as outsiders might think so and which which is kind of what i want to talk about with russ's argument here so mm-hmm. russ being the grandfather sarah's grandfather marie's father right who says you know i always just open the door and, and let you out and say see you for dinner or whatever he said okay <laughs> and he's he's not wrong that literally was the way it was mm-hmm. it, it literally was see you at dinner you know uh, it, you know let me know where you are so uh, for for my parents a lot a lot of times it was call me when you get there you know and, and but, the, but that was you know that was it there wasn't much more to do because we didn't have cell phones it was just you know it, I, i've told you the story before on the podcast i think of you know i, I you, you'd make a collect call oh yeah the pay phone. call yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh will you accept a collect call from i'm at mcdonald's come pick me up like that that's that was <laughs> that was what it was everyone everyone gets the free two second call that's right <laughs> exactly right so uh but so i think there were less opportunities for problems then first of all i mean definitely uh, digitally yeah. digitally for sure okay uh i think there also were more opportunities then for outdoor or communal activities, which I think don't exist as much now because there's so much more digital opportunity. Fair. So, I mean, you can, we, you could send your kid to the playground and there'd be a dozen other kids on the playground. True. Okay. It's not necessarily that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. you might send your kid to the playground. They'd be the only one there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so there's that, that part of it. Uh, the, the other piece of this is, uh, Marie talks about breaking her arm, right? And Russ says, well, how's that arm now? In other words, yeah, you broke it, but it healed. You're fine. Like, so, so no harm, no foul. Right. <laughs> and I hate that argument because those, those things that, that, people you know older uh parents look at with younger parents say and say look you turned out fine those are the things that do cause trauma that then needs to be addressed somehow and never was mm-hmm. so i you know i i'm a gen xer i'm at the, the tail end of gen x you know um shortly after uh my age comes the beginning of the millennials all right um but Gen X was notorious for suppressing emotions and suppressing feelings. Uh, so 
things that may have been that would be traumatizing to kids now like that they'd be in therapy for mm -hmm. we ignored and now as adults we're looking back on how effed it up how effed up it was and it's and and that's what we're dealing with and it looks like we're okay because we've had to pretend to be okay our whole lives um and a lot of us are not as okay as it appears so uh you know so the the argument i i don't i think russ is on one extreme and marie's on another and you gotta you as a parent need to try to find some place in the middle yeah but and it's hard i i, and I don't know if i'm doing it right i've said to, i've said to my kids before like i know that i'm that somehow i am messing this up this whole parenting thing like somehow i'm scarring you and someday you're going to realize exactly how and i just hope that you will talk to me about it and th that you'll forgive me for it <laughs> because i really am trying well, that's some catholic guilt right there Mr. oh it definitely <laughs> is it definitely is um there's definitely a lot of that but then there's also just you know I, <laughs> everybody's got it like everybody grows up and and everybody is yeah. mess is messed up somehow yeah definitely i mean some way yeah and probably to different extremes but you know everyone's mm -hmm. everyone's got a different plate you know right. every, everyone everyone suffers probably something while they're growing up or remember something of their parents or mm -hmm. yeah and sometimes uh, I, don't don't think, even... I don't think anyone has a perfect upbringing right yeah and sometimes you don't even realize it until you're like much older like i think my generation is only just now starting to realize it <laughs> you know it, it is really it, and that you know that's 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 sad it, it, I, it's one of the things that and i've talked about this on podcast before is one of the things that i adv admire so much about your generation is your willingness to to prioritize mental health and to actually um talk about emotions so oh i anyway. thank you as a, as a as a as a zoomer representation of the podcast <laughs> We're very glad to hear such compliments come that way from a near boomer. Thank you. Let me just give you a quick example of this. In my, in my class, I'm not a near boomer, by the way. <laughs> Listen, here's our Gen C, C's all the other generations. Gen boomers. Z. Yeah. No, no. Millennials, then all boomers. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's millennials. We, okay. we, we, See, again, again, my generation is the forgotten generation. Again. <laughs> we grew up. <laughs> with it and now we get it again from the younger generation. you really just do constantly you really constantly. do i kid you not so uh, this is like a, f a few months ago i was chatting with someone and they did not know generation x they, they legitimately they legitimately like that was z millennial boomer <laughs> yeah unbelievable i was like oh there's a generation God. x you know like boomers <laughs> are like actually technically way older <laughs> Like, yeah, wait, like, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm like, yeah. What did you, what did you think? Like, from like forty to like seventy was all boomer. <laughs> like, actually, that's amazing. But yeah, I it is. It, it it's it's sad because I I feel like we are that sandwich generation that just did, we're just misunderstood by everybody on both sides i mean one could argue i'm not saying this is necessarily the case but one could argue if you're a forgotten generation that might mean a good thing like nothing nothing bad like millennials are kind of known for like the whole 2008 recession and, and all this stuff and 
hard for them to get a house and all that oh, kind of stuff. But I, but I, I feel the opposite about millennials. Like millennials oh, ended okay. ended with the two thousand eight recession. Like that's okay. when they the, you stopped having millennials and you started having Zoomers. I I think uh, because I I mean I can tell you just from my classroom I noticed a huge difference in the attitude of kids pre two thousand eight recession and post two thousand eight recession. Oh, okay. It went from entitlement to despair. <laughs> like seriously 2007 I'm, of course i'm going to be a veterinarian i can do whatever i want like yeah okay you have a you have a d in chemistry you think that's okay <laughs> yeah don't worry about it i'll become a veterinarian i'm entitled to it like so like that was 2007 2009 it was like i mean i know i'm probably not going to find a job um so i'm i'm probably not going to go to college right now uh, I'm going to make some money first, save up a little bit, and then I'll try to go to college and, and, and hopefully I can find a job after that. Uh, you know, m- maybe I can, maybe I'll get lucky and I'll be able to, you know, work at McDonald's or something. It was, I mean, th- that's, 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 how, that's how drastic the difference was from 2007 to 2009. So, uh, like, that's where I see the generational gap right there yeah, in that fair, 2008 fair. reception or uh, recession. So, at, at any rate, I, I do think that it is very i feel very sad to be in gen x is this forgotten generation again but you know what we're really we, we have each other and we all yeah. we all are have gone through it the whole time together so it's okay we we, we have good company but at any rate uh it is hard for me to hear these arguments from russ because they hit I mean, relatively close to home. I mean, I, not, I, I don't, I don't think I had a, a, a an overly. I, I think, if anything, my my parents were on the more cautious side of parents in the in the eighties. But it, it's it still was to a certain extent that idea, and I don't think my generation realized that. Yeah, the arm healed, but the psyche didn't. Mm. I I definitely agree that Russ's arguments are certainly old fashioned. Yeah. I agree with that. I do, however, agree with his um sentiment on the Archangel. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not, I'm not with this thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Like, like I say, I'm not implanting anything in my kids either. So <laughs> anyway, all right, Kurt, are you there? Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> well, Kurt, uh, we've been at this for nearly an hour now, and have have not talked about our favorite scenes yet. Oh, I, you know, <laughs> I, I I had been thinking about it, and then we kept doing some other stuff. And then we, <laughs> and I also I'm going to make an executive decision here. I don't think we're going to do a rundown on this episode. <laughs> I don't think there's much need to do. I think we basically uh, covered it in the because <laughs> here you want to run down. I'll, <laughs> One minute on the clock, rundown, ready? Mom puts mom loses kid momentarily, puts Archangel in kid's head, sees kid's actions, realizes it's bad for the kid, stops. Years later, panics when she loses the kid again, sees that the kid is having statutory rape, you know, whatever, you know. Then keeps watching, sees she just go, sees these other things, and tries to fix it, causing a rift between her and daughter, and then daughter leaves there. So that, that, after the daughter beats her up with the very tablet. Oh yeah, yeah. Just that, monitoring yeah, yeah. Her she on. just like bludgeoning her with the tablet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. 
There you go. There, that, that, that's the, the, fantastic. Fantastic. Thank <laughs> Well done. All right. Well, let's talk about our favorite scenes. I'm going to take a guess at your favorite scene. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I think that your favorite scene was Sarah's first scene at school where Trick, you know, accuses her of being a snitch. Uh, she has her one friend who kind of defends her. So she's not a snitch. She can't help it. Um, and she starts getting, you see, you see the censoring, you see the censoring of the dog on the way to school. You see the censoring of, I think the, I think the words coming out of Trick's mouth, uh, whatever he's looking at on the screen. Uh, I think that where you really first get an idea of just what this thing is capable of doing to a kid. I think that's your favorite scene. Okay. Hmm. I think your favorite scene. Jeez, I don't know what your favorite scene. <laughs> I don't know what your favorite mm-hmm. scene is. I think your favorite scene is Marie relapsing and using the archangel uh and seeing the statutory rape and you know that 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 whole bit. I guess Marie's panic prior to it. Okay. So are you projecting this onto me like I would do that? No. <laughs> That's how I would do it. All right. All right. Uh, That was not my favorite scene. So I'll tell you my favorite scene, and then you can tell me yours. Okay. All right. right. So my favorite scene was after Sarah's, right after Sarah's uh, first day that we see at school, when she comes home and she's drawing, and her own drawing gets blurred to her. Yes. And then she stabs herself with the pencil and that gets blurred to her. And she's starting to freak out. Her cortisol levels are, are jumping. And Marie comes in to intervene and Sarah just turns around and smacks her in the face. So um, because that's where you get to see the damage. The first time you get to see like the internal damage to Sarah, right? You've seen the potential damage you, you, you've, you've gotten the warning signs like, oh, the dog's blurred. Oh, she can't hear what Trick is saying. Oh, Trick, she's being she's being ostracized by her peers because they think she's a snitch. Okay, but up to that point, it's been external damage. Now we get to see the internal damage. Like her her own drawing <laughs> came out of her head, gets blurred. That that to me was like the most amazing scene in in the episode. The, the most amazing visual in the episode. It, it, what that represents is just heartbreaking. I did think she, it was kind of ridiculous that her own injury got like her stabbing herself got censored. Like she surely like I guess she's probably like scraped her knee and then it was just censored. Like I I guess, but we never got to see that. Yeah, right? we didn't see that. In that yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but and and then once you see that damage. Once you see how deeply oh wounded she is and how deeply uh, you know, affected she is by this and how she has no control over it and can't break out of it, even when she tries to do it all internally, uh, when her mom comes in and, and she just hauls off on her and smacks her because not only is that exactly the type of response that Marie would not have wanted, Right, she, she doesn't want to lose her kid, and this is a sure sign that she's losing her kid. Yeah, it it's also it's that. also foreshadowing to the end where that <laughs> it's also it gets it, yeah. it, just, it gets very very extreme. So, uh, I love this. I love this scene so much. 
Man, that is really good. That was like my that was I that, that was on the short list, but you okay. really sold me on the scene. But I'm not swapping. I'm not swapping. No way. All right. No way okay. is a. All right. Maybe I should. I I basically I guessed my scene for your scene because I couldn't I couldn't think of <laughs> I couldn't think of what you would say. <laughs> so yeah, Marie panicking and then checking, you know, and looking and checking. Yeah. So you're talking about uh, the first time. First time she relapses. I mean, it's kind of the, the, what do you mean the first time? Sorry. Do you mean like when she loses her in the park? No. So it's not when she puts it in the cupboard and checks to make sure she got to school. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's when she puts it in the the attic. Years later, she's panicking. She's called. Yeah. um, Riley's mom, other people's moms gets the charger for it. Shockingly, it still works. And, (laughs) you know, I just. And somehow she can still communicate with it. I, I mean, it, it never it never turns off. You can't remove these things. It keeps transmitting. Ridiculous technology. Ridiculous technology. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, suspension of disbelief here, Kurt. Yeah, I'm just saying it's ridiculous. <laughs> so given that this technology works. Yeah. Given that, why do you love this scene so much? I, I, think, I think I liked her panic. Why? Why did I like her? Pa- I, it, 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 basically, I I'm basically almost like again I'm I'm against this device. You can maybe sell me. I, I the it's a slippery slope. The best you could sell me and by selling me, I'd be maybe I could live with that. Is if you agree to do this for like super young children, like three or four and under, because like at that point, I mean, you know, they're just kind of like they don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. it, it might be for the better to me. Okay. Okay. Maybe you could convince me of that, but even still, okay. Anyway, I, I'm basically totally against this technology. I get that it sees Russ's like distress, mm-hmm. which is probably why I'd be okay with young children and stuff like that. But and maybe Stranger Danger and all that other stuff. But I don't know. Like, well, it is good that it did save Russ. I don't know if the pros outweigh the cons of you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, such a technology, so on and so forth. This to me is the best depiction of maria using the device like it is it is the most understandable to me of her caving and doing you know she's panicked as to where her kid is she doesn't know where her kid is yeah you know it probably is like most parents would now rationalize you know ah, they probably lied to me probably snuck out somewhere uh and you know, but they'd still be worried right mm-hmm. and if they could have an option like this they would probably i think most parents would cave in marie's shoes and look i think almost a ton of parents would so if she had seen where she was in the GPS location and checked the vitals for a heartbeat mm-hmm. for but I think you know, I, but, but see, I I think I think most parents still want to check the live view. I think they still want to go what if they're going what on? if they've yeah, been in trouble or, or what if they're lost? What if what yeah. if they what if something's going on? Like I, I think most parents would still check the live view. Okay. So you sympathize a lot with that. Even if you had a GPS coordinate on your kid, I think most parents would check the live view. I think I'm not a parent. Maybe, maybe you as a parent can. Well, I mean, right now you. I mean, it, I, presumably, it's 15 year old just got a cell phone, right? So, I mean, I shouldn't say as because she's, she's 15. Up her phone, though. Right, but she has one, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so we could we could right now do you know find my phone, mm-hmm. and you know if that if that were a situation that I was in, I would probably do exactly that. I would check. The GPS location, and I would probably go to the GPS location. <laughs> so, but but if you had an option, when you got the GPS location to check a live view, maybe just a camera on their phone, you can see the camera's perspective. Would you do that? 
the well, I don't have that option, so it's really you hard don't. to I, you don't. That's it's what I'm hard saying. to you say. Don't have the option to live view, but I think if given the choice in this circumstance, I think most parents would take the choice. Would, so it, would in just, Marie's in Marie's huh? circumstance, I think if she uses the GPS location and then goes there instead of checking the camera view, I think she could save her relationship with Sarah. Oh, definitely. No, no. I I 100% agree. I think it is way better not to check the live view. Okay, I think it's way better. Mm-hmm. But I still think most parents would. Okay, I think they still would. Hmm. I yeah, think it's way I mean, better maybe. not to. I think it's way better not to for your relationship with your kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she shouldn't. She shouldn't check it. But I think most parents would. I think you're probably right. So and that and that's and that's what I liked about that scene is because I went, you know what? I can really empathize with that right there. Just I mean, I'm not a parent. Right. <laughs> I'm, not a parent. I'm not in a situation. Congratulations, by see, the way. Thank you. But I could <laughs> see a parent. <laughs> caving there and i i vehemently disagree with the notion of doing that but i i completely understand them doing that in that moment it's almost like a moment of weakness they're, they're panicked they're scared they're worried and even even after checking it and they see the gps coordinates and they see that their vitals are okay i think most parents would still be worried enough that they would still check and see the live view yeah you're probably right so you're probably not wrong <laughs> oh man so that's why i like this all right. Oh, I think that was reasonable. It's a good scene. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I were taking it personally, had you said it wasn't. No, it's a good scene. I, I, you know, I, I'm liking this episode more and more the more we talk about it, too. So I'm very Actually, comfortable I like the, with my. I life. like the premise. I like the premise. Yeah. Ah, the, the story itself, like I said, mm, I think I'm going to leave it at a high eight. Okay. Really, that is fair. That's fair. So uh, I'm interested to see how you feel about it in a, you know, a couple of weeks or something, because that, that's what happened that's with, true. This. with this one. It just haunted me. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So and that's okay. why I bumped it up. And then when I watched it again, I bumped it up again. Well, in that case, Mr. Sal, would you like to check the time? I would love to. What time is it, Kurt? I mean, oh, wouldn't you believe it? I might. It's TV time. Oh, ain't no time like a TV time. Yay. Truer words have never been spoken. Wonderful. I had that <laughs> expression. Truer words have never been spoken. I don't know. I don't know Why? how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that expression. I, I always feel like it's kind of um like hyperbolic? talking down. Oh. No, not hyperbolic. Well, it is hyperbolic, but like um <laughs> like you're kind of I mean I I can't think of a good word for it, but it's like true words have never been said. I think it's almost making fun of it, like anyway it's not it's not the intended meaning of it so it's just my own thing well but so, but the thing is it's not it's not saying this is the truest expression ever it's saying like nothing's ever been more true so there could be lots of yeah. things that are equally true no no i get that but to me okay. it just sounds like almost like you're making fun of what they've said no i'm not i believe i know no i get that <laughs> See, it sounds like to me like a like a like it's like almost an ironic statement i don't know it's not i know it's not no, i know I it's know, not i know I feel like that. Anyway, all right. TV time. TV time. No, not just <laughs> a quick, quick recap of TV time. Um, it's a app that you can get and track your television viewing and movie viewing, for that matter. Uh, it keeps track of what episode you're on, so you can so you know what episode to watch next. It keeps track of how many hours of different series you've watched. It uh, keeps track of when new series are returning. So, for example. Uh, the White Lotus, which we will be covering 
starting next week again we already finished covering season one's episode by episode you're going to get our season one recap episode of the white lotus next thursday uh and then the thursday after that you're going to get coverage of season two episode one which will be brand new to all of us so that'll be exciting but i know when the white lotus season two begins because tv time tells me how many days are left until the white lotus season two uh but within each episode that you watch once you tell tv time that you have watched it you can give it a rating on a scale from one to five and it will tell you not only your rating of course but what percentage of people voted for each level one two three four and five you can also give it emotions Meh. so you can you can it's this, yeah, this is a little meh but uh you can tell it that it made you feel shocked frustrated sad reflective touched amused scared bored understood thrilled confused or tense um and you can do as many as you want and it will tell you how many people also picked those emotions but the most interesting thing is that you can vote for your favorite character and when you vote for your favorite character it tells you what percentage of the TV time community voted for each character in this episode. So with that in mind, Kurt, on a scale from one to five, what do you think the people gave four. it? Four. Uh, 29% of the people gave it a four, but wow. 58, 58% gave it a five. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Why? I just, you were stuck wow. between a four and a five, or between an eight and a nine. Fair enough. I was just a lot higher than I thought it would be. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen a lot better content that got way less rating from TV time. So. Like all of the first two seasons of Ozark, I think. <laughs> Forgot the idea. At least, at least the first season of Ozark. Yeah, I they really. They, I, uh, yeah, no. yeah. Just uh, that, that, that seems like a lot of fives. Mm-hmm. For, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. There you have it. Anyway, I'm not more interestingly, you. favorite character of this episode. I am going to guess that you what are the would. Choices? Can I ask? Okay, uh, basically, it's just the two of them. So, okay. trick, trick, trick is also choice. I'm sorry. Okay, good. Okay, okay, good. Yeah. Um, I am going to tell you uh, that you, I'll tell the listeners here that Kurt does not have TV time because we do this little shtick with TV time. So, he kind of makes sure he isn't spoiled by seeing it beforehand. So, I think that if you had TV time, you would vote for Marie. As the favorite character, I think you would vote Marie. I think the people would vote Sarah. Okay, and was I right? Yeah, you were right. Of course, Marie's like <sighs> the most interesting character. <laughs> uh, the, the, so I and the people voted for Sarah. What you voted Sarah over I Marie? And no offense, but here, here's why. Here's why I pick now. Grant, like, because Sarah's all reactionary, right? And I will mm-hmm. agree, your favorite scene, right? That that is a good bit for Sarah, right? Yeah. But to me, right, I this Marie comes not from a place of malice, right? To me, it is mm-hmm. like it is the pitfall of parenthood of they yeah, it's not a place oh, of malice, like almost like, almost like almost like a helicopter parent, right? It is it's the pitfall of a helicopter parent of of it's the opposite of malice, right? You you want the best for your kid, and you you will you will look over them and you will make sure that nothing bad happens to your kid almost to, to literally a fault right and mm-hmm. that's what marie does like marie never try everything she does she feels she's doing in sarah's best interest and that to me makes her the most interesting character is like she's she's clearly the antagonist kind of for the the uh, yeah she's the antagonist right she's the antagonist but she's an antagonist 
who feels she's doing good and understandably feels she's doing good and is trying to do good. Mm-hmm. She's not even like trying to do anything evil. Like she's no. so that's why I picked Maria. I think she's like just the most interesting character. So okay, and I think that's a very good point. And I think that I would almost be sold on this, except that what's very interesting to me is to see what the impact of this of this situation has on the person who's the subject of it. that's true i thought i thought about that's what i thought about for sarah i was like but, mm-hmm. but then i went it's more reactionary and i think it is and, and, and i don't want to make it sound like reactionary is not as interesting because I mean, it can be uh, but in in this context i thought marie's actions were more interesting than sarah's reactions i think you're probably you're probably right about that like the, like marie is the one who has the moral dilemma right mm-hmm. Uh, she's the one who has to grapple with it and we get most of this episode from marie's perspective as well um i guess we get the effects I, of sarah like what, what it does to sarah and right marie's the cause and sarah's the effect i basically, guess basically we see we see two big jumps of the reaction right we see it when mm-hmm. she's like i'm just gonna say 10 right when it is mm-hmm. the therapy and then we mm-hmm. see another one at the end of the of the episode so and a lot of it is not sarah reacting to marie right it, it's a lot of it Sarah going through her rounds, oblivious to what Marie's doing, because about mm-hmm. half the episode's that. And, yeah, I mean, and you see her reactions to the effects Marie does to her, like, you know, getting tricked to break up with her and some other stuff, but yeah, I, I know. I, like, it, it's for those reasons that it, the reactions that Sarah goes through are good. They're just few and far in between. Like, there's not, there's not a lot of it compared mm-hmm. to the amount of Marie, so there you go. That's why. No, I, I, and I thought you would also pick Marine. I'm shocked you didn't actually. Well, I was really confident. You did. I would have. <laughs> I would have bet. Like I. I was. I. I watched this. Went easy. Got Mr. Sam. <laughs> it's easy. The people said Sarah. I got this. This is, this is gonna be such an easy TV time. So I'm shocked you didn't. I, I understand why. I'm just. I don't know. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna admit you're probably right. That she's the more interesting character. She has more interesting choices to make. Uh, she has the moral dilemma, uh, but <laughs> I, I think that the, the I a lot of money on this, Mr. Salby. But but the cautionary tale of this episode is Sarah. That's it's true. it's like she she is un unsullied to to start the episode, and ultimately, um, I, I I think driven to the the attraction to trick driven to the violence against her mother driven to running away by this and because and that's where the cautionary tale is that this technology can lead to this other thing uh that's just where i landed uh i i think that it was virtual coin toss like i could have how do you know how do you know i pick marine Oh, because she had the moral dilemma, and that's what, ah. what <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. Anyway, um, but interestingly, uh, the top non-archangel character to get votes in this episode was Martha, who is a character from Be Right Back, who we that you have not seen, but I have. So blended. <laughs> but five percent of the vote went to her. So eight, actually, seven percent of the vote. Went to characters who aren't even in this episode. Well, good for them. So, at any rate, there is also a question here, like a survey question. Some every once in a while they do these survey questions. The survey question is, would you put your child on Archangel? And the choices are, yes, I love the idea. No way, that's crazy. I would until they were eighteen. 
or it depends on what the world is like. I mean, saying it depends on what the world's like is a pretty good bet. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that seems like a pretty good bet to me. That is the second most popular answer, 16%. Uh, I'd probably pick that as the option just because, uh-huh. then, I mean, I can choose not to do it, but like, right. I don't know what the world will be like. Yeah. 74% of people said, no way, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean. 2% of the people, scarily enough, said, yes, I love the idea. <laughs> Could be trolls, though. So got, gotta account for the trolls. <laughs> I mean, seven percent of the people voted for people who aren't even characters who aren't even in this episode. So, um, but at any rate, let me ask you this: Would this technology be more desirable to you if it decayed over time? Oh, so it, it wouldn't. I think you you could. Like I said the issue is that it's a slippery slope to me. Like once mm-hmm. once you start allowing. The viewing of even if they're like four and under, it, mm-hmm. it, you're op- you're opening yourself up to more possibilities now. Like, okay, well, we can see it's legal for us to do this for kids four and under. What about certain conditions for kids like ten and under, right? Yeah. Uh, what about like you know, let's start doing it for uh, you know former inmates. Let's start doing it, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Right? People that are on parole or all sorts yeah. of stuff. Like it starts. Yeah. You're you're opening up the. I forget. There's a term for this. Pandora's, Pandora's box no, or no, no, no. opening it's, up a can of worms. No, there's a there's a there's like a one word for this. I forgot what it is. So I remember, but you know, you, you see like executive action in the presidential office for the last like over like the last century, you know, two centuries. Like that's just happened. Um death penalty, you know, states that have it, it it's grown in scope. It, it happens normally. Especially when you give an organization of power, even if the people of the organization whether it be the government or you know private org- organization, even if at the time of making the decision, they all kind of collectively agree, we're not going to go any further than this. Like this is all we need and want from this decision. This is good. If that organization is around, enough time, enough people will change, enough circumstances will change that they'll revisit it, and they might go, well, a little bit more. I mean, we were used to this. Let's mm-hmm. let's get a little more. Uh, let's you know let's let's do this now. And so I yeah, uh, and that, that's probably my biggest um. I would probably still say no. Okay. I could I, I, I wouldn't be as like if it happened, I'd be like, okay, fine. But I would still be against it just because I, I, I think there would be like a level of encroachment that would occur. What about you? Uh I think I'd be more likely to do it if it, it you know had like an expiration date where it was like um once you implant it, you it only lasts for five years or ten years or whatever it is. And it decays over time, so it, it gradually so decreases. It gets worse and worse quality, <laughs> right? So, so, like you don't have one. You know, after two years, you no longer have the ability to censor, and after four years, you no longer have the ability to see uh, the optics. After six years, it's just a GPS. After eight years, it's gone. All right, all right. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I won't be with that. But still, if it's an implant, I don't want it. So. <laughs> We could put like some glasses on your kid. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yes, they could also take those glasses off. So. Well, we'll tape them on then. Oh, okay. Super glue them on. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> no surgery required. We just super glued these glasses to your kid's head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Problems boy. require modern solutions, Mister. <laughs> super glue. All right. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> remarkable. Okay. <laughs> What else did you like to say about this episode? I don't. I don't think I have very much else to add. It's a very interesting concept. But um, yes, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, 
programming notes. October 20th is today. <laughs> That's at least what day we're dropping this. October 20th, 2022. Next Thursday on October 27th, 2022, you're going to get our White Lotus Season 1 recap to refresh your memory and get you all ready for Season 2 of the White Lotus, which airs on Sunday, October 30th. We will be back on Thursday, November 3rd with full coverage of that episode and every Thursday thereafter until the end of the uh, end of the season of the white Lotus on HBO. Very excited about the white Lotus. Uh, are you excited about that, Kurt? Most certainly Mr. Sal. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I hope you listeners are excited about this as well. I think it's going to be great. Uh, in the meantime, you can also feel free to check out our back catalog. We have better call Saul's final season up there. Lots of other black mirror stuff. Uh, all of Centaur World, Dexter, New Blood, all of the leftovers, most of Lost, all of Only Murders in the Building so far, all of Ozark, season one of Russian Doll, uh, and hopefully, you know, someday after White Lotus and Lost are done, we'll do more things too. But and also, folks, we do appreciate ratings and reviews, especially the five star variety. We appreciate you spreading the podcast around, telling people about it. Uh, we enjoy doing it. We hope you enjoy listening to it. We would love for more people to listen. Uh, we would appreciate it if you emailed us any questions, comments. Uh, it's it's showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We're excited. We hope you're excited. Don't go putting chips in your kids' heads. And okay, I think we're we're just about done now. I just have to I have to put this in the file, but I won't flag it. I've got your back. Shoe hammer some showhoppers into your day.